work. It be ghetto out here, y'all. It be a struggle sometimes. Cause you're so strong. I wanna be so strong. I wanna be just like you. What's up, y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Becoming Britney podcast. It's your girl, Brittany Morton, your host, and as always, I am so excited that you have decided to tune in to another episode. Okay, y'all, we are about to jump, like, all the way in, and I'm a little nervous. Well, no, I'm not nervous. I was nervous initially when I decided I was going to talk to y'all about this topic, but I think it's going to help a lot of people on your journey. And if you don't know, that's what this podcast is all about. I've created this as a safe place where you can come listen, watch, get some tools, get some knowledge, get some wisdom to help you become everything you are supposed to be. That's where I got the name from, Becoming Brittany. Y'all get it? Yeah. <laughs> all right, y'all. So let's jump into it. So I told you all and I promised you all that we were going to do part two of the Stop sexting please episode that I've recently did if you have not uh, checked out that episode go check it out but if not you here today with me so let's jump into it I really want to take this episode and I may get some tears flowing y'all but it's a safe place so if you got some tears that may flow with you too that's okay you got a place that you can express yourself Um, but I want to tell you all and dig into some specifics in my story y'all know I've been telling you about my journey of healing my struggles I've had with relationships how I've been in therapy and just some things that I have learned that are really, really, really helping me now thrive in some areas of my life that I've really, really struggled in, okay? And so um, I want to take you all back to I was about 12 or 13 years old. Um, If you didn't already know, I have a lot of jobs. I'm a hustler, okay? If depending on one context, you you could call me a pastor. Another one, I'm a business owner. Uh, I'm a friend. I have a lot of different things, but if you don't know, my my background and my belief is I am a Christian. I believe in um, Jesus, but I believe in being authentic, and I believe in being real, and I believe that Jesus was a thug, so that's why I rock with him, and we can talk about that in another episode, but I say that to say um, I grew up, and on the outside, it looked like you know, I had it together. It looked like, you know, I was the ideal daughter, student, whatever, was popular, you know, all of those type of things. But on the inside, I was like living a double life. Um, I had dealt with and struggled with being promiscuous since I was a teenager. I remember being 13 and 14 years old. Uh, sneaking out of the house, trying to have sex, like doing all of these different things. And I remember for a long time, y'all, not really understanding why I had such a need to want to be accepted like sexually and in an intimate way. I grew up in a pretty traditional household. I had my mama and my daddy. And a lot of people in my in my school would be like, that's your mama, that's your real mama, that's your real daddy. And I would be like, yes. And so I grew up conditioned in my mind that because I grew up with both of my parents, I had no issues. A lot of times growing up, I would hear if a woman was promiscuous or dealt with um, anything sexually or anything like that, it's because she didn't have a parent in her life you know all of those things and I had those things I had a great mom I had a great father but there was still 
this void. I'm telling y'all this story for a reason, because of course, y'all know I'm going to give y'all some tips and some tools to help you. But I had this void for a really long time in my life that I didn't realize I had. And I did not realize um, that was that was there. And I was living from that place. And I believe a lot of people find themselves in this place where you're doing certain things or you are attracted to certain things or and you're you're really feeling a, a deeper void that you may not even realize that you had. And so once I got older and I started realizing the patterns of dysfunction and toxicity in my life and these things, these habits that I would, it would be a different person, but the same situation. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And so when I started to unpack what was going on, it it stemmed from my childhood. And I believe that many times we don't realize the impact that our childhood has on our adulthood. A lot of how we do relationships, a lot of how we even see ourselves goes back to a root of what we did or what we did not receive when we were children. And so, y'all, at first, I didn't understand that. I could not figure out when I was in therapy why we kept talking about the dynamics between my mama and my daddy, why we kept talking about my relationship with my sister and all of these different things. And so I realized that I was living out of that broken lens of what I did not receive as a child, although I grew up in a what you consider, you know, good situation. And so what I realized was that a lot of what I was looking for in my relationship with men intimately was that I was looking for acceptance. I did not grow up thinking that I was good enough. I didn't think I was worthy of someone choosing me. So I felt like if I gave my body to somebody, if I performed enough for them, then they would accept me and they would receive me and that would heal that wound and that void in me that I felt like I was not enough in. How many of you can resonate with that? Yours may not have been sexual because that then led me into pornography and, you know, all of those things. Yours could be alcohol or yours can be uh, eating or... Or yours can be working. Uh, but a lot of times, anytime you find yourself in a place where it's excessive, where you're doing something a lot or you don't really know why you're doing certain things, I wanted to encourage you to kind of take that, that, that path that I took within my story and within myself to identify the why behind you're doing it. This is the issue that I had initially with like Christianity. I'm, y'all know I'm going to be super honest and raw. A lot of times, and not just in Christianity, but a lot of times in the black culture, we're told what to do and what not to do. Don't do this. Don't do that. So growing up, I was told, don't have sex. Don't have sex. Don't have sex. It's a sin. It's a sin. It's a sin. Okay. And nobody ever had the conversation with me about why. Nobody sat down a conversation I'm having with y'all now. Nobody had that conversation with me. And so I went a really long time looking for something, looking for something to meet a need for me that never could. Can I tell you, I don't know why I feel this so strong. And this may not be for everybody. You can put your particular thing with my thing so that you know that you're not alone. But whatever you're looking for outside of yourself to fill those voids, it will never happen. It may be, you may be dealing with a secret addiction right now. As I just told you, for a long time, I dealt with pornography. I would watch for like 
three or four years, I would watch it. Watch, again, trying to, I'm thinking, oh, it's no harm. It's not, nobody, I'm not hurting nobody. I'm by myself. You know, no, not realizing that it was doing internal damage into my wiring, into my heart, into my perspective, not realizing those things. But I was trying to meet a need. I was trying to meet a void, y'all, that I was not even conscious of that I had, that I lacked intimacy, that I lacked that sense of uh, acceptance, that sense of feeling adequate, right? And so I say all that to say, and so when I got to this place of people telling me what to do and what not to do, I was challenged with that because on the out. In my mind, I knew, quote, unquote, what was right and wrong according to my belief system, but I was still living something else out, right? And so it took me, and y'all, I've been on this journey for a long time, okay? I need y'all to celebrate with me because I've I've just now, after 36 years, I have just now come to a place, and I'm not saying that I've gotten this thing perfect and I've gotten this thing figured out, but I've, I've finally got into this place, I believe, of, of healing and wholeness and revelation and understanding my worth to realize that some of the things that I used to do, I no longer have a desire to do those things anymore. If you ever want to know the measure of growth in your life is when something used to be okay, that's no longer okay for you. And can I tell you, you have to give yourself permission to grow. You have to give yourself permission to change your mind. I don't care what it is that you have done all of your life. I don't care what how you've allowed people to treat you or what you felt like you needed to self-medicate pain and trauma or anything that you may have experienced in your childhood. At any moment, you can give yourself permission to do something different. You don't have to get anybody else to tell you or to confirm for you or to validate the life that you know that you're worthy of living. You give yourself permission to do that. And that was something that I had to do, you all. That was something that I had to say, Brittany, jumping, going from bed to bed, having like, and again, I'm just talking about my story. You can put your story there. Continuing to want a man to accept you for 10 minutes or maybe five minutes, or four minutes, if we honest, or maybe even shorter than that, <laughs> and you feeling horrible on the, on the side of that because in that moment you felt accepted, but after that they don't call you back, or they don't talk. Come on, I, I know I may not be talking to any, everybody, but how many of us have been there, and you've been at the place where you're like, you know what, I deserve better than this, but I don't know how to get to better. I want to help you through this podcast, not just talk about getting better, but help you to put the steps in place so that you can become better. Okay. So I go throughout um, my, so I grow up being promiscuous all throughout my teenage years, um, go to college, the same thing, graduate from college, get engaged. Y'all know I'll tell y'all my story, the same thing, break up go through a season of being by myself, then entertaining the same thing, like those cycles, right? Those cycles that we often realize, and you can you can become so defeated and frustrated when you're going through one of those cycles in your life and you're like, something got to change. And as I told y'all on the last episode, on part one of this, that something was me pausing and saying, y'all, sorry about that. My phone just fell. This is real life, real time. But pausing and saying, you know what? Let me pause before I do anything else that's going to resemble where I've been, let me pause. Let me, as I told you before in the last episode, let me start to do some self-reflecting. 
Let me start to look back in my childhood. And I know sometimes, y'all, looking back and un- unpacking some of those things that hurt us is going to hurt. It's going to feel like pulling off a Band-Aid, right? But you don't want to keep doing or looking for a temporary solution to something that you really want to bring a long-term answer and solution to. And so I had to start pulling off some of those Band-Aids, and it was it hurt. It hurt when I realized that I had been saying that my childhood was good. But honestly, when I really began to look at it, there was some neglect there. There was some things. Yeah, I love my mama, but there's some things, some of her trauma and some of the stuff she dealt with, some of her insecurities. She projected those things on me and she wanted me to be who she wanted me to be. Y'all see what I'm saying? It wasn't until I really saw and it was painful. It was painful to know that I'm called to love people now that have helped cause some of the issues of what I have in my life as an adult. I've had to own that. I've had to start to put boundaries in place, even with my parents, y'all, because I'm healing now and I'm becoming a new because I've given myself permission to. I've become I'm becoming a new version of myself. So that means I have some of the stuff I used to allow. I can't allow those things anymore. How does that translate into my relationships? Um, Now I'm in a place where I have decided and this is just me personally. And this is not I'm so radical. (laughs) This is not even because me just saying I wasn't having sex anymore. I'm sorry, but my Christian beliefs could not keep me to that. Like, I tried to love God harder. That didn't work. I tried to do, like, none of that stuff worked. I'm telling you what has worked for me. Now I've come to a place, and this is just my personal decision, where I've decided I'm not engaging in any other sexual activity until I'm getting married. That's a personal decision I've made. Now, if you're a believer, we know what the Bible says about that and all of that. And I'm grateful that I've come to this personal revelation where I can now honor that with my life. But I've come to the place, y'all, where... I don't want to say that I want something in my life, but I am not making the decisions every day that reflects ultimately what I want in my life. How many of you right now see yourself in your future? You see the future you. You know the desires that you have. And they are amazing. The Bible tells us, hey, God says, I got good things in store for you. I Not like they're good and not evil to give you hope and expect the end. I know each and every one of you that's listening to me or watching me right now, you know the dreams that you have for your life. And they are amazing. Why continue to let yourself settle and make decisions that don't reflect ultimately that dream person or that dream life that you want to live. Again, I'm just sharing with you all what my story has been and the freedom that I am now experiencing that I don't have to dishonor myself and my desire for something temporary when there's a a, a vision that I have for my future. And so, y'all, I'm just so grateful. And I'm like, I don't even have enough time because I'm trying to keep these episodes short. But I hope that's something I've shared in this episode. And I didn't even really get to give y'all a whole lot of like tips and all of that. But I hope my transparency in my journey helps you to look at your journey to say, what have I been doing? Because I have not felt like I was enough. For me, it was sex. For me, it was porn. For me, it was trying to get somebody else to see my value and worth, right? And now coming to this place to say, you know what? I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. Although, child, I'm going to be honest with you. That don't mean I don't get hot and bothered. 
sometimes. So we keeping it real on this podcast, right? But now I'm reminded of the ultimate goal of where I want to be in my life and first how I have to see and love myself. And it's transforming my life. Now, the other side of that is I don't know about you all, but I want my relationships to have depth. Let me say that again. I want everything in my life to have depth. And a lot of times when we do things prematurely, we rob ourselves of the gift, the gift of creating something of death. I don't want anything else in my life that is surface level and superficial. And a lot of times when we run to the physical, right, whether that's sex or whether that's not, you know, all of those different things, we rob ourselves of developing quality relationships with people, depth of friendships with people, getting to know people outside of what's easy. Come on, because anybody can do what's easy. But I believe that's why we have so many relationships that are failing, because we run to what's easy and what we know because of our past trauma instead of discipline ourselves to say no to certain things, delayed gratification, to say, no, I want to create something of quality and of depth here so that as I move into my future, it can be what I see for myself and for my life and for my family. Y'all, that's been a game changer for me. Okay. And so I'm just so, man, y'all, I don't even really have the words for that. But I hope that I'm telling these are conversations that I wish somebody would have with me that as I'm becoming, I want to invite you into that place. Y'all know I can't get off of here without giving you a few tips, a few nuggets. So here goes your homework. Just as a continuation of what we talked about in the first part of this conversation, okay? And I'm making this up as I go because, you know, that's just how I go sometimes just because it's coming from my heart. But I want you, as I talked about, y'all know the last episode we talked about doing that work. I want you to begin to unpack your story. Your, I, I don't want you to continue to run from your childhood. I don't want you to continue to run from those painful experiences that you put in a closet and said, you know what? It's out of sight, out of mind. No, time does not heal everything. You willing to face certain things in your life does. I had to face that I had a present father, but I had a silent father. And because I did not get affirmation and my identity from my father, I went out looking for it in men. I wanted men to tell me how beautiful I was. So I had low self-esteem. I wanted people to tell. I had to face that pain. I couldn't just put that away in the closet because if I would have just put that away in the closet, I would have still been jumping from bed to bed, being promiscuous, thinking sex and thinking acceptance from people with my body was going to heal my internal trauma. And that's not the case. So I don't want you to keep covering up those things. When something comes up, I want you to cry. When something comes up, I want you to journal about it. When something comes up, for those of you who are in therapy or starting your journey, because I've been talking about mine, I want you to go with somebody that's trustworthy and begin to have those conversations with them and begin to unpack those things. Because it's only when you're able to start to unpack those things that you're going to experience freedom from those things so that you don't have to continue to live in a cycle. I'm breaking cycles, y'all. I'm breaking generational curses. I'm breaking things in my family, in my bloodline, so that my children won't have to inherit some of these things I've had to struggle with. But I believe that I'm not the only one that has a desire to do that. I believe that as you're listening to me today, that you too are going to be a cycle breaker, that you too are going to start to do some things differently so that you can set an example for your cousins and your nieces and your nephews and for those in your life that are watching you 
because there are people that are looking at the model that you're setting, whether you're saying anything or not. And you're going to show people what's possible and what they can overcome by what you are courageously overcoming. So I just want to celebrate you today, man. You putting in the work. It be ghetto out here, y'all. It be a struggle sometimes. But you're putting in the work. You're actually listening to a podcast and listening to something so that you can become your best self. And that's worthy of being acknowledged. So I hope, again, all right, I'm getting off here, y'all. I'm getting off here. I have reached my time, I guess. And I hope this has been beneficial for you today. This is Stop Sexting, please, part two. Okay, we up in this thing and we talking about real life stuff. Now, I can't wait until I get some some guests on here, y'all. We're going to take these conversations even deeper. So I'm just kind of getting my feet wet, but I'm going to start to invite some people on and we're going to talk about everything. Every part of us, the stuff about us that we often don't talk about. And a lot of people out here talking about this stuff, but they putting out some 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 interesting information. (laughs) And so I want this to be a place where you can get some truth, that you can get some authenticity, that you can get some realness, because it's only when we're real can we really grow and that's the goal in this life y'all is to grow and to continue to become so again thank you for tuning in to this episode i hope that it's been a a help to you i can't wait to us to do this again if you got any questions any topics that you want us to dive into be sure to email me at podcast at brittanymorton.com i look forward to hearing your feedback and we're gonna just keep doing this thing we're gonna ride this thing till the wheels fall off and then we're gonna keep going all right (laughs) so i'll talk to y'all soon until the next episode.